Welcome back, episode number four of the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast. We are here at the Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store. I am Bryce Wilson. This is Shane Burke. And this is Tucker Schroeder. And you know what? We've got something today. Again, this is something that you can find, something that we like, something that we enjoy, and we'll get into all that stuff. But it's the Wild Turkey Rare Breed sitting right here on this table. So, boys. Yeah. What's going on? Bro? What's going how on? Life How's life been, man? Another episode, another another week, another episode. I said, "How's life been?" Like we don't speak every single day, but literally, <laughs> literally talk about beds every day and, and everything every day and everything every day. I talk to y'all, so I, yeah, we're, we're gonna pretend like we're catching up, but this is just another yeah. thing. Just another up, day. Catching up with the viewers, though. Catching up with the viewers. How are you all doing? Y'all, let us know in the comments. Yeah, man. let us know how you doing. Get into that fall okay. season. Oh yeah, early baby. November. Yep. Um, you know, I keep missing Keeneland, man. Yeah, I need to get. I want to. I want to do Keeneland Fall. I, I just hadn't. I just hadn't. What about it. the? Yeah, let's yeah, let's hit. Just, uh, what is it called? Uh, you're literally seeing us remember stuff that we've already talked about. Like, <laughs> Churchill Downs. Fall Churchill Days. Downs. Yeah. yeah, let's go to the Churchill Downs Fall. Yeah. That's right. I think just if anybody yeah. knows anything about that, hit us up. Let us know, like you know, let's what to do, get us where to see. I think that'd out. be cool. But I would hate it so bad if somebody like got us free stuff at Churchill. That would be oh, so cool. Uh, but you know what, man? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into bourbon news. Tucker, I know you mentioned Blue Run. Let's go ahead and talk about what they're doing in Georgetown with that $51 million. I'm going to let you take off. From Blue Run? Blue Run, baby. Yeah, Blue Run. I, think, uh, I think it's no secret Blue Run. Uh, we've seen it quite a bit around in our area. Definitely a big-time uh brand i would say now like very quickly um as far as their success goes uh they're opening a, a brick and mortar location mm-hmm. in georgetown kentucky uh which is uh not something we see a ton of like just people just you know I, we talked about Bur- uh, barstown bourbon company in the last episode mm-hmm. uh, but now we're we're seeing another uh brand kind of take on a big distillery project and a place like georgetown too which right. is a uh, definitely an up-and-coming I would venture to say it's one of the fastest growing cities in the country, yeah. not in the state. Yeah. I mean, Toyota's got that thing booming. I mean, you're about to have a, a distillery there that's going to have all kind of like attraction to it. Um, I mean, George, Georgetown's blowing up. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Lexington is, Lexington is getting bigger than it can handle. So right. what's happening is you're starting to see, you know, people are spilling over into Georgetown, into Richmond, and things like that. So I think that, yeah, I think that's another reason for Georgetown boom is because they can handle some of the infrastructure that Lexington is. You know, we're running out of housing, we're running out of jobs. So people are starting to go to places like Georgetown. Um, and, yeah, with that whole Blue Run distillery. Nicholasville. Nicholasville. Um, but, yeah, with Blue Run being there, that's just – it's another 45 full-time jobs, which is incredible for the state. Uh, you know, we like to see things like that, of course. Um, and I think it's – they've got – they're going to have a rickhouse, 20,000-square-foot rickhouse wow. on site as well, um, in addition to the brick-and-mortar, you know, where you're going to be able to taste and tour and do all these other things. So – uh, completion date on that is set at 2025. 2025, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know how that goes. We might <laughs> they may have to push that back, or maybe a little more than 51 million dollars. We don't know, but we're excited for it nonetheless uh, to see that brand continue to grow. And I know you're a huge so, fan of the branding as well. So yeah, I love I love the branding. I want to try and take a step back real quick. Yeah. I want to know, do y'all know anything about if Blue Run has ties to Georgetown or, or I mean, what's the? Is it just like a, a prime location? I mean, where where's Blue Run headquarters located right now? Like, does I don't, anybody know? I don't that? know if they have. I don't. I actually don't know what their headquarters situation looks like at the moment. I think 
I do think the selection of Georgetown is intentional, though. Sure. Um, for the reasons you've already mentioned, yeah. as far as um, just as far as like capita goes, like how many people they have coming to that area. Um, it's between it's. I mean, it's seated right. Technic. I mean, I think I sixty four is a unofficial Bourbon Trail Road anyway. Right. So it's seated, you know, right there. You know, Lexington in between Lexington and Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, as far as prime locations go, definitely um, a location that's very accessible for a lot of people who are in and out of the area. Yeah. Um, and it's also its own feel too. Like Georgetown doesn't have anything like this yeah. uh, as far as yep. you know distillers go. So I think that's. Uh, Bourbon 30 is there, but it's different. Bourbon 30 is, is, is right. there, but it is different. It's not Blue Run yeah. status. And, I, yeah. and Bourbon 30 is really cool. They have cool experience there as well, but it's not, you're right. It's yeah. not Blue Run. Blue Run's right. its own yeah. thing. And Yeah, to get back into what you were mentioning, though, yeah. I mean, there, I think Blue Run has <laughs> set an exponential, has set the bar exponentially high as far as their following goes. And I think that they're a brand that gets people, and this is something that I mentioned uh, the last episode with Bartown. They get people like our age to be like, hey, this brand is cool. Like, it's yeah. something that I want to keep up with. Um, I think it's cool, like, you know, Alexa and Bree, like uh, your wife, my girlfriend, they're talking about they know what it is just because, like, they know the butterfly. butterfly looks like, like, that's cool. It's colorful. Like, um, yeah. When you see something blue run on Instagram, it's aesthetically appeasing. Like, right. it's something like you would want to repost or, like, yeah. it looks good. If you walk into to happy hour here, you see it on the shelf, like, it's definitely an eye candy bottle, and the juice is good. Too. It's also good. It's yeah. also good. I mean, I you know we've seen uh, Shailen Gaiman have her hands on uh, several things, several projects now, and I think that she's another big factor why Blue Run is the way it is. Right. That's awesome to see women in whiskey like that who Super who are cool. helping create and direct a brand from the actual spirit to everything else that um, Blue Run has going for it. So. And and uh, Coors, the drinking Coors Light, you know, mountains of blue. That uh, most I mean, Molson Coors, Morse, I don't know what they're. Something like I don't know what yeah. the something or another. Actually, yeah. Anyway, the government just name. purchased Blue Run. So yeah. uh, you think about as far as funding goes, we talk about what fifty? How much was it? Uh, Fifty one million. million. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's pennies to Coors. Uh, you know a massive uh, uh, beer brewery. Yeah, you know, yeah. They I mean definitely a, a global brand as far as beer goes, but. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of exciting things going on with, with Blue Run as far as that's the first investment from a large scale, uh, you know, brewing, you know, you think about their distribution, their um, overall, just what they put out as mm-hmm. far as uh, cases go for beer. I mean, think about what they can apply to a distillery. Granted, bourbon's a lot different. It's an aged product, whatever. But you think about what they will eventually be able to impart on Blue Run as far as uh, logistics go, I think, I mean, the sky's the limit for branding like that, eventually now location, mm-hmm. and then backing as far as a company like Coors. I mean, yeah. um, I definitely going to be a place to keep our eye on. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I just know that they keep uh, innovating their products. I mean, think about yeah. all these different models they come out yeah, with. Yeah, it's awesome. So. It's super cool. I think that they're the rendering on their location is super dope. Yeah, and incredible. there's no telling with what, like, I mean, they've already had this vision and now a company like Coors buying them. There's no telling like what else they could do. It could be whatever they want. Um, and the last thing I kind of want to hit on for bourbon news, maybe we should get into a, uh, a women in bourbon kind of segment. Um, I think something that would be cool for us to discuss is the little hidden barn project that uh, I don't remember her name. Jackie's I can. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Dude. Yeah. I think that's something that we could, we could talk about. It's kind of not necessarily like, 
news because it's not necessarily new. Yeah. It's yeah. something that people aren't too privy to, but yeah. I think that women in bourbon is awesome. I think one thing that I, I would say a common misconception and um, definitely being in Kentucky, you learn that it's it's not that way at all. But um, I think I think whiskey as a whole is something that could maybe be considered as a you know a man's drink. It's mm-hmm. what you know, what especially an like. older man's drink. I, or, I, I, mean, I see we see so many women when we go to you know happy hour anywhere yeah. we go. What more than you think? Drinking you know bourbon cocktails, yep. bourbon on the rocks. Yep. Uh, we have master uh, blenders, master distillers that are are women and making fantastic products. Awesome. I mean, think about you, we brought with Rob Jackie. I mean, what she did at Old Forester as far as um, some of the blends she brought, uh, some of the birthday bourbons she was responsible for, mm-hmm. some of the best bourbon that Old Foresters came out with. And now that she is onto her hidden barn project, she's um, you know doing her own thing, which I think is really respectable and. Um, that bourbon's just getting better and better, and they're coming out with rise too. So yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, the Kentucky Black Bourbon Guild that I, you know, I've been a part of for last little bit. Um, there's a lot of women in that too, which yeah. is awesome. I yeah. mean, you know, and so cool about that organization. It's a segue, but it's you know, it's a lot of African American influence on bourbon over the years that just wasn't in the you know in the yeah. light as it should have been. Right. Um, so you know, you see women, you see Af- more African American influence in bourbon. You see a lot more than what is traditionally thought of with bourbon and and I think that's what's so cool about it and when I travel for work or anything like that you know I'm sitting around a table of people from all different you know forms of life walks right. of life you know religions races gender whatever and we're all sitting having a glass of whiskey and I think that's a beautiful thing you know what that's how it should be man. I that's, mean, you know, how it should I, be. I mean a lot of people see you know this this drink as a older gentleman's drink you know regardless of weight race or anything Anybody should enjoy it. And that's one thing that we're going to try to encourage mm-hmm. um, us as the Three Kings. Like, we want to encourage um, anyone to enjoy these beverages. And over I'm, 21. Over 20. Over 21. <laughs> Almost anyone. Almost anyone. <laughs> Almost anyone. But yeah. Like, like a king. <laughs> yeah. Drink responsibly like a king. Yes. Sorry, Shane. I'm going to cut you off there, brother. That's all right, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, I mean, just trying to get, get people to understand, you know, what it is that we're drinking. That's We're trying to bring awareness. That, I mean, that's really the... The cause of the show, we want people to see, you know, what we think and, and bring awareness mm-hmm. to the to this drink that we that we love so much. And why don't we why don't we get into some? I was gonna say, you know what? Let's people. bring awareness to this wild turkey rare breed. What you think yeah. about that, man? Let's look at it. So we're look, right. we're sitting at um what one eleven on this thing, proof no, wise. I think it's like one one sixteen point eight. Excuse me. So this is gonna be a little a little stouter proof for uh, those of you who are not necessarily foolproof bourbon drinkers or higher proof barrel proof whatever. Um, but this is still, in a sense, approachable to me, and we'll get into that. Age statement-wise, is not disclosed on the bottle. Do either of you gentlemen know? I do think I do think they. Uh, it's believed to be between um, like eight to ten years old, and I saw speculation. They obviously don't release that, but Correct. Um, you know, Wild Turkey is blessed to have some older stocks that they can put into their oh, bourbon. Yeah. You said eight to twelve, Tucker. Eight, to, yeah, I think it's eight to twelve, okay. just in between those areas. So, um, it, it's obviously not disclosed, but I think that's the belief um, from Turkey. Yeah. I mean, you look at you look how dark this thing is, and you yeah, look yeah. how thick this is. I mean, you can tell there's a little age on it. I mean, you can definitely tell, and with the, some of the notes that we'll get into as well, um, it's kind of an indicator of how old a bourbon can be with some of that oak and some yeah. of that older char influence that we're getting yeah. in the in the um, in the pour, but I tell you what, man, let's go and sniff it. 
because I like to go ahead and drink it after that. So let's go ahead. Get a little nose on the same. Shane, put your mustache on it. Got to. Got to. What is a what does happy hour have this for right now? Sitting uh, in there. I think it is sixty six ninety nine. So yeah. again, another product that you guys can mm -hmm. come get right here at happy hour for sixty six ninety nine. Um, and we'll get into why that price point is a little approachable for a yeah. product like this. Yeah. But it is yeah. here at happy hour. One thing yeah. to remember. What's going to happen to you all if you are not already bourbon drinkers? You're going to start off with a thirty dollar limit. It's going to go to forty. It's going to go to fifty, and you're going to keep growing because you'll understand that it's worth the quality yeah. as you climb. Now, some bottles are not, but we're going to try to highlight the ones that are worth it for the price point. So, um, that being said, yeah. what are we getting on that nose? Anything early? Man, I love turkey. Um, yeah, turkey is one of my uh, another one of my palate pleasers. So to I think speak. I like I like turkey on my sandwiches rather than ham too. See, no, I'll tell you the the best meat on a sandwich. You, I know roast, you know. Roast, roast beef, beef is crazy. Roast beef, is roast beef and bacon. Beef. Thank you. Come on, man. See, like I used to always get clowned when we went on road trips, and I picked roast beef. Everyone's like, "Oh, you got roast beef?" <laughs> yes, I got roast beef. You want to touch that? Please make sure you get roast beef for some. For hey, some man, I'm a roast beef fan. It's good. No, this doesn't smell like roast beef. No, no, no. That's all. Oh, like, sorry, <laughs> I had to throw that out there. <laughs> but no, I um. Back to, you know, turkey is one that, it, you know, definitely pleases my nose palate. Mm -hmm. um, again, this is another bottle that uh, you should see on shelves everywhere and for really good reason. Um, you're getting a barrel-proof bourbon from a heritage distillery, um, and it, it bats way up there, in my opinion. Nose-wise, one thing that always sticks out with most turkey products, not all, but most, um, is like just this awesome orange creamsicle um nose which i'm not an orange creamsicle fan I really, which is insane i don't like that these <laughs> that's a whole nother topic but orange creamsicle's um, up there man Arby's. it's up there mm, so good you it like is. roast beef why would you not go there and get a roast beef and an orange creamsicle shake together what kind of sense does that make man you like fast food cold cuts just say yes or no say yes <laughs> mm. what do you they're warm i don't get a cold cut at arby's and they're but they're cold cuts they're warm cold cut. They're right. warm cut. All right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough out of, That's enough so out of anyway, you. I think the over <laughs> I think the overarching uh nose is is a orange uh cream school. I think this is just the best way to put it, because I get tons of that just like punch of citrus, then a really creamy like back end to the nose, and then it kind of goes into that oak peppery type of mm -hmm. to nose. So mm -hmm. I, it's so complex on this nose for for a shelford sixty dollar bourbon. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you what, nose-wise for me, Tuck, um, the sweetness that I get out of this is almost like a birthday cake icing. Okay. That's kind of what I'm getting out of that. I mean, it doesn't smell directly like that because I'm still getting some of that, that citrusy. It's almost like a – smells like <laughs> the Flintstone vitamins a little bit. Okay. You, know, you ever eat yeah. those as a kid? Yeah. It's like a, a it's like nostalgia. A, it's like a fruit punchy, vitamin-y. That's, that's kind of a weird backing, but I'm getting that first, like, birthday cake icing sweetness first. Yeah. Um, and then kind of that, that fruit that's coming through, like I said, is like – like the fruit vitamins or like a fruit punch. But I will say the ethanol is definitely present on the nose. It's not necessarily off-putting, but it's there. I mean, I can definitely tell I'm smelling a higher proof here, which is not necessarily bad. Yeah. It's just that I can tell the ethanol is there and I, I can feel it. Um, after putting my mustache on it, I would like to say that I think that it's got like a, a citrus. It's almost like a citrus cologne is yeah. where I'm going to say. Perfumey yes. cologne. I see, and, I see why you say and it. And the reason I say that is because, as Bryce was talking about, with the, the high proof, with the ethanol, the, the level of the proof being up there, um, I'm getting that oily essence out of it. 
So it's going to lead me to think that the mouthfeel on this is going to be awesome um, because looking at the the legs on it, the viscosity as it runs down my glass, um, it's going to. I, I can already tell that it's going to be something that is going to have a a great buttery, oily mouth feel on it. Um, as far as the nose itself goes, um, kind of with you guys with like a, a citrusy cologne type high class bourbon. And I'm going to sit right at four crowns on that. Um, and, and the reason I say that is if you, if we remember last week um, with the Bardstown, it, it was a, a good smelling bourbon, something that was high class, but this is, this is the same thing, but better. It's like elevated. It's, it's yeah. like, it's way better. Like, yeah. it's like, wow. Like this is, I'm getting these notes off of it. It's high class. It's good bourbon. Mm -hmm. Four crowns out of five. Four crowns. You're standing on that one, huh? Standing Feeling good that. about it. Standing on it. Uh, Tucker, you want to go ahead and go? Yeah, I'll go. All right. So I already prefaced. For me, nose rating on, on this Wild Turkey Rare Breed, I love turkey products. This just does it for me, man. I think it, I think it really um, it hits, it hits a lot of things that I love. Um, so... With that being said, I, I mean this is this is right at like four three for me. Wow, like it's, it's it's up there, dude. Like this is one that I just it yeah. just it's just, it's just good, man. It's That's just awesome. good. It's just good nose. I'll say this: I'm gonna shoot under them, and it, it's not because I don't like it. I just don't like it as much as you all on the nose. You, you almost like you look like you rolled your eyes or something. Yeah, because you like Arby's too. <laughs> all right, bro. I all like right. Arby's, and I'm agreeing with you. Bro, like roast beef and don't like Arby's. Anyway, um, why are you saying you cold? <laughs> they don't know that reference if you know that reference leave a comment anyway that's just a little easter egg right there but uh nose wise man i mean i'm getting to like i said i've already described the notes on it i'm not like oh my god this is incredible but if you blind if i blind sniffed it i was gonna say blind tasted it. if i blind sniffed it i can tell the quality in this yeah there's craftsmanship in here there's age on it the mash bill is is pleasing i mean just on the on the nose give me a Y'all gonna be pissed. Tripping. Give me a three point six on the nose. It's not bad. That's not a bad ranking though. That's yeah. not a bad yeah, ranking. It's, it's just that it's I'm just not overly overwhelmed like you all yeah. are. I think, but you're also you know what it's gonna taste like. Yeah, and you know that, and I do too. But yeah. Anyway, men, let's get into that. Y'all yeah, didn't even air cheers this time. That's how I know y'all are hyped about air this cheers. bottle. Get a real one. <laughs> How good that is! Wow, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be 100% honest. It's it's a little better than I remember. I'm telling you. And I bro. never thought it was bad. I really never thought it was bad. But I mean, it's. I think every time I drink this bottle, I get, I remember that it's sixty six dollars. Mm -hmm. It's barrel proof from Wild Turkey, and you're like, I can go get this whenever I want, and that's, yeah. I mean. You can put that up against a lot of bottles, a lot of even allocated bottles, a lot of things that people would say on paper are better than that, and you can put that in a blind, and it's it's going to win a lot of the times, in my opinion. Well, that's happened with us with turkey products. And that's, something, that's something to be looking out for. We're going to get into an episode of um, cost-efficient bourbons, and that's that's something that you guys should really be looking at because we're going to be talking about some stuff that is fantastic. Mm -hmm. products that stood pound for pound against some crazy stuff so you're looking out for that but just like tucker was talking about 
I mean, this, this product's awesome, dude. Yeah. It, it, for me, it, it really, like, the first second that you, you taste, you put in your mouth, it, like, coats your whole, the whole mm -hmm. dome. I mean, like, you're like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like, it, it's just really good. Um, and I, I hate to be on a podcast talking about, wow, this bourbon's so awesome. But, like, it is. We have it on here for a reason. Um, you know, and, and that's something that we want to showcase to you guys. But it's really, it's really good. So give me some taste and notes, Shane. I mean, I know uh, we're, you know, obviously all feeling it. Y'all probably more than me, but I'm still really enjoying it. But I mean, what, what I'm notes a, are you I'm getting on need the... A, I'm going to need a couple more sips before I get Okay. Yeah. Tucker, I'm, you right now, I'm just going palette. I mean, well, not palette-wise, but just... A little description. It, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, I... Again, I love the complexity of this. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely a turkey product. Um, obviously, that that citrus note shines. One thing I love about Rare Breed and what I'm getting right here that maybe I don't always get um, from Rare Breed is I'm getting a really nice, like, deep cherry as well, which I love. Um, deep cherry, you get that slight wild turkey um, yeast funk, which is 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 good. It's like sometimes we have bourbon where it has that funk and it's like really off-putting. I feel like in this instance, it's it almost elevates the experience, gives it um, maybe like a tang or a savory note that I love. And then it just finishes off with the best like vanilla oak. Like the oak presence mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. in this bottle is, is so solid. So orange, cherry, funk, oak. I mean, it's it's almost like a... It's almost like it has like a, it's like a not cocktail old fashioned. Like it has so many really great, like, like old fashioned esque notes, but it's, I mean, it's barrel proof turkey. Um, I'll, I'll follow you up. I, I would say for, um, I'm getting like some pit fruit in there. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely like cherry essence, maybe not peach, but it, it's some fruitiness. Um, but also this is like a weird compilation of, of things, but almost like a, when I drink this, it sounds so weird, and I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> Weed, just fall, and it, it, like cinnamon and nutmeg, nutmeg, fruit. Like it's just like this is a fantastic fall drink. Yeah, uh, something that you know it, it stands up to some of the big dogs out there. And I mean, it is a big dog itself, but just definitely like pit fruit, uh, baking spices, and it's something that I can't wait to get into the finish portion of this because it changed completely at the back end yeah as far as like some of that those those spikes really popping out um it, it's really good though all right y'all ready y'all ready for this <laughs> if i say the wrong word Tucker's gonna jump me over this thing but i mean and don't get me wrong what i'm about to say again I, this is a really good bottle i want to i want to be clear about that first however this is like y'all i'm just not getting into it quite as much as you all are i'm getting the fall vibes i see what you mean it's just like there's something about it and it's almost like there's three prominent things i'm getting in here it's leather um i'm okay. getting an orange rind like okay. not orange the fruit like the rind from an orange and then that oak those are the three prominent things for me and i'm seeing some of the other um influences that you all are saying some of the things that you're describing i totally understand it but i'm just not like blown away it's good it's really good and i feel what you're saying about it does coat your mouth viscosity this is incredible i love it it's a thick liquid it's a thick bourbon i'm enjoying it i like it with that being said i still don't think that i feel like you all feel sure so let's go ahead and rank the palate yep. and let's see let's see where we are on that because yep. that, that'll tell us what we really feel yeah like. i mean i'm i can 
go right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, let's so go. This, I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be a high review for me. Uh, I don't think that's a secret. I, and I, I'm good to, I'm good to stand on that, on that type of stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, this is, this is four or five for me, like wow. palette wise. And wow. the finish is going to be high too. So, but you know, I'm just four or five tuck. This is, I mean, I mean, but, but I, it's not, it's not insane. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's not insane that you're yeah. saying that. I just, I just don't agree, but yeah. Look at Shane, he's thinking about his right now. I know you too well, Shane. He's thinking. Look at him. Wheels are turning up there. You good, Tuck? You done? I'm good. Or are you going back in? I'm gonna sit. I'm sitting straight at four crowns. Okay. Um, uh, um, it's consistent. <clears throat> it's not the best bourbon I've ever had, but one thing that I like about it is it's. Don't take this the wrong way. It's spicy. Yeah. But it's not like proof spicy um we are proof hounds so like we like the higher proof stuff so it's not gonna hit us as as crazy but if you know how to drink bourbon and you kind of let it sit and coat and then you're not drinking it straight mm-hmm. back it's got that nice spice to it and it, it's something that's just even feel it's it's nice it's, it's good it's got great flavor four crowns out of Here's my here's my thing that that is really kind of keeping me from elevating it to that four level because like I said it is good it's a it's a really good bourbon but honestly that orange rind is there's like a bitterness i'm just not it's not sitting mm-hmm. with me very well yeah. and the longer i just you know i keep sipping this thing I just, i'm not really feeling that yeah. so let me cut you off real quick no yeah. you're you're not really too keen to, to turkey are you okay yes and no just, just no yes and no and ju- yes and that's a, that's a good point right. too this is a, you know and that's again where you get into these personal preference <laughs> things where i can sit here and say this is a really good bourbon this is well made it's quality but it's not necessarily my palate right exactly right so that's one thing to keep yeah. in mind as as you as people are growing in their bourbon mm-hmm. walk whatever um it's hard to, like you guys can leave in the comments well, what do you guys suggest for me like what do you guys guys it's going to be up to you yep. um ultimately that is the that is the biggest takeaway if you don't take anything else away from us we are giving our honest opinion, but at the end of the day, what you think about the bourbon mm-hmm. is what you think about the bourbon. Mm-hmm. When I ask people what they get off off palate or yeah. whatever, what they get off the nose, I never I always say it's not a quiz question. It's what you're getting because you could say something off the walls, and I'll think about it and be like, I can see why you're getting that. And there's no wrong answer to that, and, that, and that's a really answer. good point. So you know, like I said, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this, thinking this is a really good bourbon. It's just not my cup of tea, and I say that to say I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. So. With all that being said, um, that orange that orange rind, there's no, just a bitterness that's just throwing me off. That like, there's so many brilliant flavors in here, and then I get that, and I'm like, ugh, like it's just throwing me yeah. off a bit. Uh, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna set it at a a three seven, yeah. three point okay. seven crowns, which that's is still a, which is still a really good ranking. Again, it's just not my uh, you know because it's quality. It's quality. It's quality. It's a quality bourbon. It's but just it, not my favorite not kind what of you're quality. Enjoying. Correct. Correct. And that's, that's a really fair. good point that you brought that up to share that with people because I get that all the time. Well, what's your favorite bourbon? I'll go get it. I'm like, well, you might not want to do you that. You might not like that. If I say, Shane, what's your favorite food? But I don't like that kind of food. Doesn't mean that's not well made. Mm-hmm. It's just not what I like. Yeah, great point. I'm tired of the Arby slander. We can we can disagree <laughs> on the bourbon, but you say something else about Arby's. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna have to put Arby's take a in, break. in the description. <laughs> the Arby's episode. The Arby's. People, you guys need to comment right now if. Well, if, if you like, what you know you what? We'll put a poll. We can put. All a, right, we can put. A, I know. Put a I know for a fact on some of our our things that we can put a poll, and we'll put a poll and see if people, yeah. if you do or you don't like or eat orange. And give me a curly fry with the roast beef and the orange cream shake. Fire. 
you're a hater, man. We can we can just straight up hater. Take out straight up fries, roast beef sandwich, and orange cream school shake. That sounds great. Anyway, anyway, let's go ahead and let's get into the finish. Let's get into the finish. All right, before I finish you. since since Tuck wants to go, I'm gonna go because I I think it's whatever. Go. I'm gonna give this four point three crowns out of out of five Bang. on the finish, and the reason that I'm doing that okay. is because I alluded to some of those spices that I like, and when you have a complex finish, it's awesome. So for me, as I'm getting it in the front end, it's kind of like citrusy. Uh, I'm getting some of those those the good viscosity, good mouthfeel, but then it is a lengthy finish. And that can be an allude, uh, alluding to some of the proof that we're seeing here. But as far as like the spiciness goes, man, mm-hmm. that's just hitting on all cylinders for a minute. Like I took a drink, I t- took a sip a while back and I'm still getting it for such a minute. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. So 4.3 for me and that's awesome. Yeah. I think finish wise too, like piggybacking off of Shan, I think it's a very long finish, uh, sticks with you. One, key note that I'm getting in the back end of my finish is like a very strong, um, almost bitter barrel note. So yeah. your your orange rind could be like a, a bitter barrel for me, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which definitely does turn it down just a hair for me. I don't always love the, the, the strong barrel like bitterness. Yeah. But with that being said, like as far as finish goes, like you get that bright orange pop with the finish, like mid is, is like a sweeter caramel, you know, cherry, whatever. And then it's like that bitter kind of is what's sticking with me. Um, so I'm a little bit, a little bit lower on the finish. Still in the fours though. Four one, four one on the finish. Four, man. One. Uh, four point one out of five. This is, this is where I'm really about to get, really about to get uh, some looks from you two gentlemen here. All right, here All right. I enjoyed the palette more than I enjoyed the finish on this thing. Really? Yeah. I, I'll be honest, man. With, it's it's ethanol-y to me. It kind of like it is almost like vapor. It's like alcohol vapor. I mean, it it it's not finishing as as long for me as I really would expect from a proof this high. And that's again just my palate, my you know my feel about it. But I mean, I'm I'm gonna put it at Tucker, Tucker hates that. <laughs> but you know what? Your 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 nah, finish yeah. was lower than your palate, <laughs> right, and my finish correct. should be lower than my yeah. palate. That, that's oh, my I was feel. higher, and yeah. yours was higher. We told y'all we disagree sometimes. We disagree. It's just how it's going to be. But I'm going to put it at a 3.5. It's not blowing me away. It's 3.5 crowns, which is which is above, well above average. Because two and a half would be, or no, two would be average. Yeah. No, two and a half. Two or and five half. crowns. Two and a half. Yeah. Two, two and, and half a half would be average. So it's, it's it's a full crown. <laughs> it's a full crown <laughs> above uh, above average for me. But it's, it's still not, I'm not like, oh my gosh. I'm just, sometimes you'll drink a bourbon and you sit there for a good, three minutes and you're just like just smacking your lips because yeah. it's that I'm not getting that it's yeah. not doing that for me so I'm putting it at three five crowns on the finish um and I guess that really kind of moves us into total how we're feeling I mean you guys yeah. ready to fully yeah. rank this thing do we need another sip yeah. before we no, I'm good yeah. I'm ready I'm good let's go ahead and rank it man why don't uh, you go first since you hate it yeah I, hater I don't hate it I don't hate it uh I'm just gonna be honest again I, I think that you know this being a Still a premium bourbon. I would consider it that. I mean, Turkey makes good products regardless. I'm not necessarily the biggest Turkey stand, but I, I like it still. Um, you know, proof point, price, everything. I'm I'm not. I can't touch four. Uh, I'm putting it uh, three seven total, three point seven crowns, which is, which is not again. It's not a bad ranking. It's just that you got some people who are really 
turkey fans or, you know, that some of those notes are really crazy about. I'm not three, seven crowns. I'll leave it at that, which yeah. is not a bad, bad thing. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm definitely passionate about this, this brand in particular. I, I enjoy mostly everything from Turkey. Um, you know, their products just do sit well with me, um, which could have some bias to the score. My palate just hits right on these. Um, I think if anything lacks on this bottle, it is a slight bitterness on the finish. Mm -hmm. I think we, we, we kind of mm -hmm. documented that, but, um, as far as that, I mean, this, this bottle to me has, doesn't have too many low spots. Um, yeah, I, I'm in the, I am in the fours. I, I'm four, three with this, with this bottle. I do get it, man. So I do like, get it. I really I, again, do. We'll, again, I talked about this in the second episode with the four rows of super premium. This is something, this is another one of those heritage brands that just sit right with me personally. So, um, Four two or what did I say? Four three. Four three. Yeah. Four three on this bottle for for my final crowns ranking. Okay. Cool. Um, for mine, I'm going to say four point one crowns out of five. I think that it is fantastic, but I will I I, I kind of want to get creative with my overall ranking. This would almost be a five for me, if and this is never going to happen. If they did like a honey barrel finish. Oh, that'd be nuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, now you, you just said something, Shane. No, that'd be you said something, did, brother. If they did a mm -hmm. honey barrel finish, mm -hmm. yeah. we would be looking at a hot honey product. Mm. And I, I don't know. I would I, I think I would buy the whole stock. Good call, Shane. You buy everything. That's a cool that's a that's that would be good really call. cool. Good call. But I mean, obviously, I mean maybe you could do something. Like What'd you that. say though? Four one? Four point one. Three seven. Three seven four and four three. three. And I will say this too. There are certain bourbons that I like better neat. Mm -hmm. There are certain bourbons I like better on ice. I like this on ice a God, lot better. better. Now, I will sip a barrel-proof, um, you know, foolproof bourbon on or, or neat all the time. I really enjoy that. But this one in particular uh, fares better with me with ice. So that may be some of this, you know, yeah. I may be skewed a little bit on um, understanding that I know that I like this with ice a little yeah, bit more. And, and that's just me. That that would be something to consider for our, for our listeners and viewers. Um, you guys may want to try different things. Um, and I think it's important to visit places like, I, I believe they do it here. I could be wrong, but I know Jake's Cigar Bar for fat does limestone water yep. on their on their ice. So that's something to look into. Um, ice is always great. I think it's awesome. Um, not something that I do almost ever, but I do like it if it's limestone water. If you put, so, so bourbon, quick story real quick. So bourbon is going to be made generally out of limestone water. So if you put the limestone ice in your bourbon, it's not going to change the complexity complexity of it. It'll just change the uh, it just slightly water. It just slightly waters it yeah, down, but without it, it, it can basically it kind of takes the proof from here to here without changing the flavor. But if you're getting in a ice wild out of your fridge, which I'm not uncondoning or saying yeah, you know, don't do yeah. it, it may change the complexity of your, of your bourbon. So if you are just a drinker on the rocks at home, yeah. Maybe try it neat a few times, and you might totally see something totally different from your bourbon. And if you're like um, Tucker, you have frozen roast beef in your uh, freezer, and it's going to taint your <laughs> ice flavor a little bit. Um, and then you're going to have like a roast beef pour, which is you know interesting. I like roast beef. I'm a roast beef. You're going to beef and cheddar, man, on the way home. I don't want a beef get, and cheddar. I want oh, the regular why, joint. Why not? Just the regular one. I don't need a beef and cheddar. I don't want the cheddar on. Well, it. that concludes our our tasting and our review of the wild turkey rare breed today yep. so we're going to go ahead and move into a segment of our show called the king's court 
Um, Bryson didn't kick us off today? Yes. So we had GOAT debate. Sorry, I had to stretch for this one real quick because I got some points, man. Right. We had a GOAT debate basketball, and it really wasn't a debate last time because we all felt the same way because there's only one answer to bronze GOAT. Anyway, we're moving into music this time. I want to preface this with saying that it is Michael Jackson, and there, and there, it just is. There's not really a argument there, in my opinion. However, I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going to let y'all run with it. My favorite artist of all time, hands down, no questions asked, is Drake. Aubrey Drake Graham, my favorite of all time. However, Michael Jackson is Michael freaking Jackson. Dude created a genre and had that following in a time of no social media, in a time of internet not really being that big of a thing and created mass hysteria of people in other countries who didn't know English but knew the words of his song. That's fair. Michael Jackson, that's what it, and um, I, I'll let you go from there. I, I, I will venture to say, I feel like there's only three artists, groups, whatever, that are possibly in this conversation. If you guys think that there's someone else, please let us know. I think it would be Michael Jackson, Drake, and the Beatles. I don't know if anyone has impacted music more than them. Yeah. Um, and I'm someone who almost listens to country music more than any other genre, but Drake is my favorite artist. Now, I have one reason why Drake is the best artist of all time. Regardless of the content that he creates, we are in an era where you can get music on any platform at any time, any medium, whatever. And for Drake to be number one consecutively so many times amongst all the different genres, it's hard to say that he's not the GOAT statistically. Yeah. Because Michael, okay, let's, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson in his era or the Beatles in their era, people could listen to them, but it was almost like that's just who you are going to listen to. On the Today, radio. What so you're it? saying there's less competition, essentially, as far as uh, being able to consume back, media. Back then. Yeah, back, back then. then. There was, back there then, was, there was less way less yeah, competition. I, I see why you but say today, that. But yeah. today, I yeah. could drop a song and, and push it, and people might listen to it. But Drake is competing against everybody. He's competing literally. And he's number one consecutively. So, yes, Drake is my favorite artist, and he, he does all kinds of different things. I love that Drake, you know, taps into Latino music. Um, he taps, taps into dance music. The whole um, island vibe is island cool. Vibe, I mean, I want you. I, I and, get it. And maybe he's not the artist for that, but for him to take a step out there and be like, I'm a rapper, I'm a singer, I do this, I do that. R&B. Whatever. And to be competing and number one consecutively, he the GOAT. Yeah. I get it. And this is, yeah. again, like, this is almost, which is actually kind of cool that we're having this debate while we're drinking this bottle. I'm like, I get it. I'm not saying, I love Drake. Like, I love Drake, but... Drake. I don't necessarily agree with you. And <laughs> if you release something, I would listen though. I would be one Shame, of the Actually, if you release a song, I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. Bear. Unless I feature on it. What would I, your name be? I think it would just be Shane. SB2. Little, little Bear. Nah. No, no bear. That'd be too. That'd be kind of like I think, a, I think nah, Shane, like Shane period or like just Sh like Shane. Shane. Yeah. I, I, I tell you guys, I've thought about it before. <laughs> Since it's on the podcast, maybe I'm gonna have to do something. I don't Shane know. can sing actually a little bit. I was just, I actually though. forgot about that. Shane can sing a little bit. I, I think about. I it. can sing too. Let me give a quick. Let me give a quick shout out. Anitria Burks taught taught this boy how to sing. Shout out to my mom, dog. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she, hey, she be. Singing, boy. Yeah. So shout out to Anitra. She be at Consolidated Baptist Church, and she be singing with Honey Child. So That's if right. you're in Lexington, That's right. tap into yep. Honey Child. Yep. That is my mom. So I You know what's embarrassing, Shane, is that we both have singing parents, and uh, you got the gene, and I didn't really. I mean, I can sing, 
It's just, I need six beers and I got to be in 10 roof. So, and karaoke night, that's it. And I will sing my heart out to some George Strait or something like that. You there's, know, there's no disrespect to that. But it's just that, like, man, I just like my dad can sing and I just can't. But really. you, you sang at ten and I sang at JR's. Yeah, you've been. Yeah, it's whatever. Talk, let's talk about I've the been goat, in man. I'm, you wait till I'm gonna <clears throat> go straight. I'm gonna practice when I get home. Go straight. Go straight. I mean, go straight. Again, I think it's a similar argument to what we had last time with LeBron. Like, I think about somebody who I've listened to my whole life. Right. Since I've been young, been yeah. on the radio, yeah. to this to this moment in time, and another point about Drake that I, one thing I love about Drake, for better or for worse, uh, especially with the recent album, you know, maybe not <coughs> maybe not something in the moment that we were like, oh, this is this is his best work. I think it will still stand the test of time. All of his albums, I can flick on any album right now, um, including honestly, Nevermind or for all the dogs or whatever. And it's still going to hit for me. Like, yeah. I'm still going to find something that I'm going to like out of it. And one thing I love about Drake, and I think Michael Jackson did do this as well, but Drake um, was always ahead of the time. He always evolved. Ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? He was like, a pioneer. Like, I, I agree. Think about, I think the most prominent one of what a lot of people think about is Honestly Nevermind, where when he announced this surprise album, I remember texting about it. You and Bro, I texted about it. You're I like, stayed up. You're like, you're like, Drake's dropping an album tonight. <laughs> It's going to be insane. And then we were, I remember texting about it. We were listening to her like, what is this? We're like, what is this? This techno. I was so distraught. (laughs) And then, and then like to this day, I still bump honestly. Bro, there's There's, some bangers on there. There's some songs in there. I'm like, I'm. So, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And we're about to wrap up. But I feel like for honestly, never mind, And for all the dogs, there was some preface in there to where, you know, he's like, I'm just going to drop this album for honestly, never mind. And I'm like, all right, Drake's about to come with some heat. Some heaters. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, we're about to get like some prime Drake. Like some yeah. real stuff. Give it to me. Wrong. Mm. Drake also said that he was going to be <laughs> dropping uh, some old Drake yeah. on For All the Dogs. Yeah. I mean, to him, maybe that was old Drake. But for me, that's, that's not, not old Drake. Wasn't old Drake. Almost the equivalent of uh, crap. I'm thinking of the, the album. Uh, Certified Lover Boy. It's almost the equivalent. The exact same thing. Yeah. Exact same music. Let's see what so you modernized. Um, yes, modernized Drake. But like, I'm expecting one thing and then it's another thing. So I'm kind of like, dang, this kind of blows. But you kind of like, all right, let me listen to it for mm-hmm. what it is and then you can enjoy it after that. I got one more thing. And I just want you all to think about this because I'm sure y'all probably haven't thought about this. Well, I have two more things then. I know, we got to wrap up. But just think about it like this, too. Here's the other thing about Michael Jackson. We saw Michael Jackson as a child with yeah. the Jackson 5 that is lead true. that group. And a lot of times people think, Mike, we're t- you know what I'm saying? We're looking at Beat It. We're looking at the Bad Album and all this stuff, which is incredible. But you go, dude was a child prodigy singing a completely different genre. Then he made his own. This is true. And like I said, the what he did, the impact on the world he had. I mean, Drake says it. He's chasing Michael Jack. He's trying to achieve that level which nobody's been able to do when michael jackson was dropping these songs you're like is this is this you know uh-huh. rock is R&D? it what i mean he was pop he created pop music because it was like what category would we put him in is it dance is it disco is it yeah. we don't know he was so good he pioneered an entire genre i think that to me you know you look from him being a child to even when after he turned white he was still dropping bangers 
<laughs> he just did. I mean, he that's a long <laughs> Drake was on Degrassi. That's that's what I was gonna say. Did we've, he... seen, we've seen Drake oh, as a kid. We've seen Drake God. as a kid in a wheelchair. Jackson Five classic. Him, but we've seen Michael Jackson in a wheelchair? No. Drake wasn't actually in a wheelchair in real life. Michael oh Jackson actually Never mind. Drake got shot. Fake shot. <laughs> what was his name on the show? Jimmy. 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 Jimmy got shot. Drake didn't get smoked. Watch it. <laughs> I didn't but we got 15 years out of dominance out of Drake. Michael, incredible. Just the influence on the music world. We'll see that from Drake. And you know what else we'll see? We'll see another Three Kings Bourbon podcast episode. And with that, we're going to let y'all go. And we'll see you next time. Appreciate y'all so Thanks, much. Guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate your guys' support. If you like what you're seeing, please check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, and one last thing, another shout out, another thank you to Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store here in Nicholasville, Kentucky. You guys can check this place out. It's great.